0: Hey there Super Nintendo fans or Super Famicom fans, I am the Noswear Gamer, host of the Noswear Gamer on YouTube, your source for new reviews on old games, and I'm also the host of the Atari 7800 Game by Game podcast, along with my robotic announcer guy, Voice.
1: And you are listening to the Super Nintendo Entertainment System podcast.
0: Right here on the Retro Junkies Network.
1: nes podcast with your hosts soul blazer and george hello and welcome to super nes podcast this is episode number 56 for your listening pleasure uh he is george that's me and i am greg hi greg
0: <laughs> what game are we playing greg
1: we're playing another port of a very popular PC game. Um, we've, look, uh, uh, we've looked at a few uh, PC to Super NES ports, like ports already in the history, of the, in the history of the podcast, uh, SimCity and is, uh being the biggest ones. And this time we're looking at a port of another very popular uh, uh, to a very popular PC game, uh, Wing Commander. Which originally came out for the computer in 1990, and the Super NES version came out. Came out. but came out. came out in 1992. So, um, let me just say. The, so, let me just say, like off the, you know, off the top. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's not an original thought because I heard it in a podcast somewhere. So I can't take credit about this. Um, the Genesis had a lot more PC to console conversions conversions uh, than Super NES did. I think the reason for that is because of that uh, Sega courted a lot more Western developers, um, so, so like I uh, thought, you know, for example, like you know, like Electronic Arts, and Microprose. Uh, but you know, as a result, a lot more, a lot more computer games got ported over. Got ported over to the Genesis for that, for that reason, where Nintendo usually had the most of its history and experience to the history and a um and development and, and third-party development development companies uh, from people like based in Japan. So, so like so you like so you see a lot more PC to console conversions conversions conversions, uh, like the Genesis, uh, than you want the with Super NES. But the Super NES did get some very good ports and things ports. I think this is the i think this is like one of them um uh, but we're gonna get here into personal opinion here like in a little bit so um i have a huge history 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 with Wing Commander games in the franchise I, i've been them i've been playing them like i've been playing them like you know, ever since the first game came out and loved them um George you tell me Mike that your first experience with wing Commander was playing Wing Commander three as a kid
0: uh not as a kid
1: oh later as, on then?
0: as as a man that was a little bit younger than myself now okay uh like a year ago um <laughs> something like that,
1: that recently? um
0: yeah uh because i have two 3do copies of wing commander 3 mm-hmm. i played a tiny 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 bit of it um but it's it's wing commander 3.
1: yeah the 3do por- yeah the 3do version of that game is pretty good it is yes yeah uh the, the playstation version of the game is even better i think but the 3do version is like pretty good
0: i have not played it but. Yeah, we will probably eventually get to that at some point.
1: Um, so yeah, and this was your first time playing like the original Wind Commander, then, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Because, um, yeah, because uh, this game, this game was really popular, so it got ported to a whole bunch of computers and consoles uh, back in the day. Um, but so let me just so as Flex, way starting this out. Um, most people out there listening to this podcast probably know probably at least have heard, have heard, have heard Wing to have Commander. Um like if they have not played it. Uh we'll go a little bit into the um uh, the games, the games themselves, and, and whatnot. But I'm not going to go too much into um, history, history or development, uh, like the original like PC version of the game or timeline or anything else like that. Um, if you're interested in checking out like more Wing Commander stuff, I highly recommend uh, listening to Joe's podcast of the Memory Block. Uh, Joe's been a uh, Joe's been a guest on this podcast before on the Star Trek episode, and we, and. and it kind of references podcast before with past games. Uh he covered Wing Commander way back in episode two of his podcast. Oh wow. So um yeah. Yeah, just like you know, four or five years ago. So uh he Oh uh, wow. <laughs> uh it's yeah, a while. He, yeah. He's been doing his podcast <laughs> like for a while, so um, it seems like it. So uh he goes into huge detail about the history history and development, d- development tech specs, like about the original, d- 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 you know, about the original PC version of the game. So, if you want more information on that, I'm gonna send you over there. Like my blessings. Oh, thanks, uh, Greg. I'll go there right now. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. We're doing the podcast. That's okay. Like, we go pause and wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Give me, give me an hour, dude, Greg. Uh.
0: I need to go and do some research on this game.
1: But um, in real simple terms, Wing Commander is a franchise of. Nine, some would say ten, depending upon how you count it, uh, games that are that are uh, that are first-person uh, first-person flight sim space combat games uh, that originally came out, as I said, 1990, and, they, um, and these games are the brainchild of one Chris Roberts, certainly one of the most uh, influential, important, and controversial, uh, especially recently, <laughs> um, uh, uh, game figures, uh, game figures, like in the industry. Uh, he was working for Origin. You for like the, the time? Rest in peace. Um, sorry. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yes. Um, origin. O- origin was Origin was later bought out and absorbed into Electronic Arts. So the company that has the rights to the Wing Commander games now, currently.
0: The only name you see that has Origin is EA's PC uh, mm. platform
1: um i i believe i believe i believe origin still references um he still he still referenced still referenced like in the recent re-releases uh um you know system of shock one and two but dude yeah because those were also origin games that's but. that's that's beyond me greg mm, okay <laughs> but um yeah so um so basically wing commander you are just a uh uh, you are a pilot who flies a fighter ship basically and you're engaged in a huge space war and the conduct um and the game is two parts the game is like um uh, the game the game is like a cinematic part where you like talk to people and like you know like uh get mission briefings and, you, and you practice your practice your skills and simulator and the other part of the game, part of the game is you're is you're in the cockpit of your ship in a first person view uh flying missions um so uh, so as I said, the Wing Commander franchise this is the start of it. Uh, there are four games in the main, like in the main series. Actually, five. Uh, Wing Commander uh, Prophecy was not called Wing Commander Five, but from, uh, but for practical purposes, that is uh, that is Wing Commander Five because it uh, because it wraps up the storyline and characters and whatnot that the first four games had developed. Um, side note here: um, I recently. Um, uh, I recently picked up a copy of Wing Commander Prophecy*, which is an, or a prophecy which had been like, um, I guess, okay, I, I guess the word would be like de-made, uh, de-evolved. Uh, uh, they made a port of the game for the to a port of the game, like the Game Boy Advance. And oh boy. Yeah, I was just, yeah, <laughs> I was surprised too. What was he? What was even more of a pleasant shock is how good that port of the game actually is because oh. they, they, took a, they took a complicated big FMV style driven voice acting game and shrunk it down to a very playable GBA version of the game, with all critical controls kept and the uh, uh, the FMV scenes are... Um, uh, you are handled by dialogue boxes by characters by characters talking uh, talking to talking to one another um, graphics and sound uh, the graphics and music are all there it's a very playable po- it's, a, it's a very playable p- t- t- playable part of the game i was very much shocked that probably is the best uh dmake uh, uh, like of a game um, i think i've ever seen actually
0: i need to take a look at this now
1: yeah so very impressive so um so little, like so those of like those, like those were the five, you know, the five main games of the series. There was also, uh, Wing Commander Academy, which is, just, uh, which is just simply like you know, like a basic ship, the uh, ship fighting simulation. Um, no story, no characters. You, you, you just pick a ship and pick a ship, make a mission and go at it. Uh, Wing Commander. It uh, 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 t- t- was also like. There's also like *Wing Commander Privateer*, which is kind of like an elite-style, uh, 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 freeform game where you, um, where you like you know like do trading missions and combat missions and uh, uh, you know whatnot. It's very like you know like um, uh, uh, open world in a sense. There's a lot of like planets, planets, planets land on. You know, your, sisters, your systems go do that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and they um, there were some recent, not like remakes, but people like. Built it in like new engines mm-hmm. or yep, whatever, yep. Yep, which done. is which is really cool. Yeah,
1: there's also a sequel to the game which is absolutely horrible. Stay away from that at, like at all costs. Right,
0: Privateer too. Right, yes, it turned, it turned out to be more kind of like the actual Wing Commander series, but it had so many bugs. And mm. yes, I am aware of this. And, and a that had the FMV. Yeah, a lot it was of problems. Lot of problems. Not not even not even worth it to try yeah. to play because it's not
1: even very good. There's also uh, there was also there was also Wing Commander Armada, which is more of a which is more of a strategy a strategy type game, uh, to, to, because you're actually a quote unquote Wing Commander. Uh, you're actually like commanding. Ah, uh, I
0: get it. Uh, you become a Wing Commander. Yeah,
1: you, you're actually commanding squadrons, like squadrons, like squadrons during the war effort. You know, like in that game. So, um, those are the main games of the franchise. Uh, uh, EA did release, uh, did, did release a few years back uh, um, an attempt to you know to, 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 to attempt to restore the franchise by, by coming out with a a kind of a uh, just only a first person first person space combat sim game uh, on Xbox Live and PSN, which is okay. It's not really all that great. It really doesn't. It, it really doesn't have anything. It really. It really doesn't. It really doesn't share anything. Share anything. You know, Wing Commander. You know, except for the name. You told me about uh, this, and I was right. not even aware of it. Yeah what is very good however you know i highly recommend checking out and you can, and you can find this like very easily you know just do google, you know, google search uh about a year ago some fans finished some some fans finished making uh a brand new wing commander game using a modified and expanded and expanded engine from wing commander 4 uh which is called wing commander saga uh, which takes place during the timeline of Wing Commander 3, but it's like a whole new, whole, whole new character, whole new missions, whole new ships. A whole new world. Uh, uh, almost, but. Oh. um And what's best about it is that you know, uh, and what's best about the game besides being free is that like, is that like Electronic Arts knows about it, but they just kind of said like you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, we acknowledge the project. We know it's out there. You know, like we're not going to shut it down.
0: Yeah, they're so. they're not as ridiculous as uh, companies like. Nintendo, where they shut down mm-hmm. like fan games, which don't even try to see any money, even through donations or anything. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's
1: yeah. ridiculous. Yes, yeah, so if you want a modern Wing Commander game that looks and plays like an old style, uh, the, an old style one, I, I highly recommend checking out Wing Commander Saga. Um, you know, it's huge. D- mind you, m- mind you, uh, mind you, it's a big download, and you. Um, and, and because it's modern, you, you do have to have a relatively decent, a uh, decent PC to run it. Um, but I believe, I, I believe there's also Macs. Uh, I'm sorry, Mac and Linux versions of the game. Oh, uh, they like also. <laughs> Let's but, combine the two, correct? Macs. <laughs> we we'll call it Macs. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah, this was a very popular game. that kicked off a very popular game. that kicked off like a very huge franchise. And, and, and like I said earlier, because the game was so popular you Do Get ported to, to a bunch of, to, to, to a bunch of platforms. Um, the most famous, the most famous ones being the, the 3DO got the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's great about the 3DO version, and, um, and some people consider this to be a, a whole different game uh, because of the uh, because the changes the changes done, changes done to it. The 3DO version of the game is called Super Marine Commander because not only does it include the original game and both. Um, you know, in both expansions, they also added on a brand new, a brand new third campaign, like th- 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 on the game as well.
0: I'm sorry, so, but they should have called this version Super Wing Commander.
1: <laughs> they couldn't, uh, because I think the 3DO version was either already out or in development by the time this game came out. So, um, it would have yeah, fit
0: so much better.
1: That version of the game is very good. Uh, it's, it's also one of the few games to support the very rare 3DO flight stick, uh, a, a controller, which makes the game much easier to play.
0: I didn't know there was a flight stick.
1: There is a flight stick.
0: Oh, yep. Uh, I might be buying something later. <laughs> oh, no, um, but uh, yeah, I didn't know it was a thing.
1: Uh, the game also came out on the Sega CD uh, with voice acting. Um, so that's like an okay version of the game.
0: Yeah, I did um, not get to hear the voice acting, but I'm I'm interested in looking at every single version of this game.
1: There's, there's so there's a Japanese so Japanese only version of the game that came up with the you know that came up with the uh like FM Marty computer system. Yes. That's all um, the Superman Commander also got ported later on to the Macintosh. Um and uh, I believe that's the I mean, oh, the Amiga got a very good version of the game also with enhanced the graphics. Amiga got yeah. a version. That's yep. that's cool. Uh they also ported that version later on to this uh, yeah, uh, they also ported. They also ported that game uh, later on to this, the CD Thirty Two, which was the basically just a console version, a consolated version, consoleized version like of the Amiga. So, uh, those are almost. So those are almost the same version.
0: I just want you to tell me that there's a version for the Master System.
1: No, no way that system. The game was too. Yeah, the game was too sophisticated, like for that, unfortunately.
0: Oh, but, that's mean. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah. So um, so I don't know. I I couldn't find too much, like, too much online about the actual, about the actual development, development, development supermanage port of the game. But Origin apparently handled the development of the game, like, in-house themselves. Um, And the game was published by Mindscape, which which is curious, because Mindscape's a company that usually associate with, like, making, like, bad, like, entertainment games. Uh, The fact that they actually wanted to to release this game is... Feels a little bit surprising. I guess maybe they're trying to branch out some. That is interesting. But they, um, so the like Super Nintendo version was released in North America in March, in, in, like in March of '92, and it um, came out uh, worldwide uh, the following year. So this is a game that's available in PAL countries and Japan as well. Um, the basic the basic storyline of the game, uh, and this and these characters and, and, and obviously and obviously and obviously uh, this universe and these characters got expanded upon a lot more in later games to come but even but even as far back as the first game chris roberts had a vision like an idea in mind uh, as he wanted to tell like in this game um, this takes place very far in the future uh uh like uh f- it was actually 27th century so um and earth so Earth's part of the uh, Terran Confederation, which is like an um, a, a, a alliance of humans and you have humans you have humans feel you know, like some of other races. And they've been in, and they've been engaged in a very vicious war um, against a race known as the Karathi, who are basically a, a feline warrior race. Uh, they look like cats, they're very like honor driven that kind of stuff. And this war's been going on for 30 years now and both sides are getting, you know, both sides are getting exhausted. Uh, because of the major fighting, and the fighting recently, had, and and because of because the war has gone on, and has gone on for so long, uh, not every part of the front line is uh, is active. The the war shifts uh, from sector to sector and quadrant to quadrant uh, as fighting goes on. And right now, when the game starts, um, fighting is particularly heated over this, over like one sector of the game, uh, sorry, the one sector of the galaxy, which is called the Vega sector, which is where this game takes place in. And you are a rookie pilot, just assigned to a veteran carrier, uh, the TCS Tiger Claw. The Tiger Claw is known for being uh, a very, a very famous ship. It, it, it's a Bengal class carrier. It's been in active, it, it, it's been active service for over ten years. Um, its last mission was the carrier did a rearguard action to save a human convoy, like being destroyed by Karathis, uh, by superior Karate's right force, and it managed to limp back to human space with like most of its pilots dead. You have the carrier. Uh, you have the carrier destroyed.
0: You just so, said that they are honor bound, but that—that's not honor bound if you just attack a carrier full of people.
1: <laughs> uh, a fighting carrier, though. Um, you know, like you know, mm. um, the Karathi usually will leave Innocence alone. It kind of depends. Again, later games kind of play loose and hard with that rule, but the original right. intention for the Karathi was that they—was that they. Um, you know they respect non-combatants they used to respect non-combatants there's certain factions there's certain factions like in the crowd the government and military which is which is getting an influence that doesn't you know it doesn't do that anymore which which actually which, which actually which actually sets a, which actually like uh, sets the scene for the first uh, expansion pack but anyway they used to be they they used to be, like most wars, as, as the war drags on, um, values and morale and ethics and code and honor and whatnot kind of starts decaying. And you see that happening with humans, with, with you know, humans, uh, you, uh, just what was as so, Hey, I can relate. Yeah, so. Yeah. But uh, the, uh, the exact year, so the game picks up in the year 2654, and you are a rookie pal just assigned to Tiger's Claw just after the refit and rebooting of it, and, and you've been assigned to the Vegas sector. And your actions play a big role in determining, um, you know, determining if humanity is able to hold the Vegas, you was able to hold and, and conquer the Vegas sector, or they lose it to the karate. Why this sector is so important is never actually said in the game, but you probably gonna like draw the common assumptions, you know, like jump gates, jump gates nearby that lead to like, you know, like, uh, the hearts of the hearts of human and karate space, tr- strategic importance, resources, you know, private combination of reasons or every reason why this sector is like so important. So, uh, your character in this game is unnamed, uh, you can name him, um, you give him a call sign, like all the, you, 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 all the characters in the game, like, have call signs. Um, trivia note, uh, you, you, even though your is unnamed, um, he was given blue hair in the game to make him stand out. Do you like any the other characters? Obviously, you can recognize your avatar, like, easily enough. And because of this, the developers of the game, uh, called him, like, blue hair. Uh, during the game's development cycle, because of that, and over time, blue hair got corrupted to Blair. So that when Wind Commander 3 uh, started, started development, that's the first game in the series that actually used like actual, actual F and scenes and uh, like scenes and actual actors uh, playing the roles. Uh, they decided just to make, you know, since they, since they had to have everything voiced, they couldn't give the character, um, you know, they couldn't allow you to name your character anymore. So like. It's like they just took Christopher Blair and made him the kin name of the character. So, um, but you're playing basically for proper purposes like Blair in this game. So, um, so the basic the basic gameplay, as I mentioned before, is two parts. Uh, in between missions, there is a bar scene where you can like you know talk to. Talk tried to fellow pilots, uh, which is important because it kind of gives you, uh, you can get hints on crafting ships, how best to fight against them, uh, feedback on missions recently done, feedback on missions coming up, um, all the characters in the game have like, you know, richly developed stories and backgrounds and personalities, um, and you can kind of like, you know, like kind of feel them out and you'll fly most of these people sooner or later on uh, um, the women uh during the course of the game so like you know this is really uh stories that uh, story is a huge uh, huge part a huge part of this game so it's, it's like talking to characters really helps to bring that out and you can also talk to shot glass uh the bartender who's your retired pilot which is
0: such uh, a good name
1: it, it is isn't it <laughs> <laughs> um it, and if you want a combat experience uh a practice you can also there's also uh there's also a very arcade style game that you can also play in the bar to give you like experience uh, dog fighting.
0: I like the little details. There's like a there's a soda can on on top of the like, mm-hmm. dashboard. Yep.
1: Yeah,
0: it's pretty good.
1: The next scene in the game is the power bunk, where in this version of the game, it, it, um, uh, 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 that doesn't do very much. Um, this is where in the PC version of the game that you would save and load games from. But, but you, what you can do in this game is actually your locker because you can see your rank. Uh, you know, the medals you earn that kind of stuff so the, the third screen of the game is combat briefing uh this is where uh so this is where like you know colonel haucion uh the Hoosier like uh commanding officer he's in charge of the uh the, uh, the flight operations uh, uh like the entire tigers, tiger's claw gives you your briefing and this is again like you know very well animated uh, the game spells out for you what you need to do, uh, how to go about doing it, that kind of stuff. There's different missions in the game, like most uh, so, uh, like most flight sims have. There's like patrol, defend, attack, escort, uh, you know, etc., etc. So, and you'll always be showing a map this time, showing you showing waypoints and there's asteroid and asteroid and/or mine belts uh, like along the way, that kind of stuff. You, um, and then you. And there's a great scene about like you and your, um, you know, like crew chief running down to your ship, uh, and you can strap into your fighter and off you go. And that goes into the second part of the game, which is the actual, the, the, you know, the actual combat part of the game, where you uh, first-person view, you, you see the cockpit and you see the space in front of you, and you and, and you just go out to your waypoints and you and you do your objectives. Uh, fighting and dogfighting fighting with enemies uh, uh ships and capital ships as mission comes as mission demands and you either get destroyed eject or you make it back to the tire's claw safely um and then um can then after that there's also a debriefing a debriefing screen with the colonel where either uh we talked about either 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 the success or failure missions um sorry other mission that you just like flew and then um and then uh and then the game takes you back to the to the bar, to the bar screen, like you some repeat. So that's basically the basic game flow of the game. And for the time, uh, I said this before. I can't, uh, it's, it's, you know, like I, I cannot, like, and I cannot, like, go uh, like, emphasize this enough. For the time, this game was very cutting edge. Um, it was hugely uh, groundbreaking for the computers when it came out in 1990. It used 3D models. Uh, they, they did a lot of like cheats and uh, cheats and tricks to try to make the 2D images like actually look and feel like 3D images. Uh, the graphics like were very advanced as long as you had like you know the proper the proper BGA hardware. Uh, the music the music for this game is great. The music the music in this game was composed by a composer who's well known who's well known in the gaming industry, uh, George uh, aka the Fat Man Sanger. Um, who, got to, who got to start doing the music for a television game, Thin Ice, all the way back in 1983? And we, and, he had, um, and besides the soundtrack, Devil Commander One and Two, he also uh, 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 he also did the soundtrack like the NES version. Of, um, he also did the, he also did the music for the NES uh, 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 version of Maniac Mansion. He also did the music for Loom, uh, Swords and Serpents, like the NES, um, uh, uh, you know, Ultimate Underworld, uh, Seventh Guest, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, uh, Master of Magic, um, You know, Eleventh Hour, and the original Scenic game. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so... Um, awesome. Very, very good composer. Um, so yeah, this game was really groundbreaking when it came out. And, and the Super NES version of the game, um, is a pretty faithful port of the PC version with some major differences uh, which we'll talk about here in a moment but George I because you don't have experience you know, with the original PC version of the games I'm just curious to hear from you um having played League Commander 3 a little bit at least what were your impri- you, you, to, what were your first impressions you know, about like firing this game up and playing on the Super NES?
0: It was difficult to get used to okay how's that? Um so the thing is, with this game, is it's it's not it's not in a 3D space or anything really. It's just it's all like 2D. It's trying to give you the emulation that it is 3D in a way, but yeah,
1: the program has used a lot of tricks, yeah, tricks, and tactics, and that. It's right. It's
0: r- it's difficult to get your bearings on uh, the first go around, but once you keep playing it, you'll get you'll definitely get the hang of it um what threw me off was the distance of the enemies and and then the enemies maneuvering away from you when you're attacking them Mm -hmm. and i had a lot of trouble with that at the beginning and then as i played more and more um i gained obviously experience but um i got i just got better with it and you know you obviously learn tactics and if you talk to your your squad mates you know, they will say, they will give you actual advice mm-hmm. um, and be sure to remember that because there are uh, spots in this game where you'll be pinned down in a situation where you feel like you might have to eject or you might be shot down um, and killed but, you know, there there are certain tactics to these enemies and there are things like uh, your squad mates will point out that oh hey, it's really weird that the Kilrathi will only try to avoid you going up or down and they'll never really turn that much it's like oh okay that's interesting so now i know that i don't really need to turn around too much when they're trying to avoid me and now i can try to get a lock on and hit them or i could try to hit them with my blaster which the blaster is difficult to use because the cross i feel like the crosshair is you should you should just imagine it not being there you should imagine that there's two two crosshairs Mm -hmm. And that you'll have to you'll have to aim off to get a hit. At least that that's what it was like for me. Um, and I still One have. The... So uh, uh
1: Yeah, no, I saying, Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's more realistic that way. But they did make some concessions for that later on because, uh, starting. You know, because starting in *Wing Commander 2, uh, and and this was carried forward like in other games also, um, it's possible certain ships in those games uh, have what's called uh, the TCIS, which is the Target Computer Something Something, where um, <laughs> the system will, you know, you know, the system will do that. The system will give you a second second crosshair as to where the enemy is going to be. Like, all you have to do is like you know, like um, shoot at that spot. You know, when you should hit. Right. So they like they did add that system later on.
0: And they have they have stuff like the in like newer games where it's mm-hmm. like yeah yeah you know they'll put like a crosshair in front of the enemy or something. But this
1: game is basically eh. just like you know World War 2 in space. It is like a... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh no, that's a very common common phrase to describe I've never this game heard because, of that. Yeah, because wow. because like yeah, because your ships handle like fighters. I mean like you know um you, you know like uh, the physics in this game is semi realistic. I mean like uh, the ships handle I mean, how do you get realistic Physics, though. Uh have you ever played the Independence War? No. Yeah, that game. That game does realistic physics. Because what I mean by, what I mean by semi-realistic physics, this game, this game is like arcade-style physics. Where like you know, like right. the ship handled, the, the ship handled space. Uh, you know, like they would, you know, the same way, the same way they would if they were operating in like, an atmosphere. Because, it's, right. It's, 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 Uh, Right, because like you turn and you stop and you stop turning, which is totally like unrealistic. And that's, Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's,
0: that's another thing where, um, at least I couldn't figure out. There's, there's no like barrel rolling or anything, right? No, because, yeah. So it's, it's, it was really, it really threw me off because I was in like a fighter, you know, like a, kind of like a spaceship, whatever. And when you push left and right, you turn around. You don't. You don't rotate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really. It was really weird, and it was weird to get used to. But right. uh,
1: whereas in Independence War, uh, that game, uh, that uh, uh, you know, that's another like pretty popular uh, like you know combat flight sim game that uh, you or, know, came up with the PC. That game does have realistic physics because that game you have inertia and drift. So if you start sh- Oh jeez. Places that are blasting toward an area you have to compensate for that. It's really touchy controls because of that and it, um, it works great, but you just have to get used to it. It's a whole totally different game style though. Yeah,
0: I mean you, you just if you if you Lower your speed in this game you, and it just right. goes to zero you will just stop right which is weird
1: And you also have afterburners which are very handy because afterburners are mm, light yes, in some cases
0: But you need to learn how to use them because you can run out of fuel easily Yep
1: which I've had a problem with. Uh... Luckily, luckily, your engines operate by a principle of like you know h- h- harnessing hydrogen particle uh, hydrogen particles. So it's like your ship never really, like goes dead. Um, but you can't even but you, 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 you can't even speed like you know like really restrict it. And your ship takes damage. It, 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 it damage also because like. Oh, really? Uh, there's nice touches. There's <laughs> na- uh, there's, there's nice touches. That, uh, there's some very nice touches in the game about, like you know, if you take certain, certain you know, certain damage, uh, you'll see part of your cockpit, like you'll know, blow out. So like you have like yes. damage, like damaged screens and damaged and damaged and damaged, damaged panels or whatnot. So uh, you can lose your guns, you can lose your missile launchers, you can lose your active burners, you can lose your shields. You can lose your life. Yep, yep, that too. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, so. There are four different kinds of fighters that you can fly in the game as you go through the game, and the craft, they also have four different types of fighters, um, and each fighter operates a bit differently. Uh, some fighters are very are very light, and fast, but they're not very well armed. So, like most fighters, you have to like learn to learn to be maneuverable and learn to like stick and move and like you know go in there and get and get your licks in and dash out again because your ship can't take much damage.
0: I had trouble fighting in the in the lighter ones.
1: And, and, and other ships are very, are very like are very heavily armored and, and armed. They turn like pigs or slugs, um, but you can get um, so maneuverability is not. Uh, you do something you can't do in those. However, however, they are very well like well armed. So, um, and the Karate also have the same kind of ships. Both sides also have capital ships like in the game, like both your side and their side has capital ships. And, and capital ship destroying is something that's very fun and very challenging to do in this game, because um, how you approach that depends upon what kind of ship it is. If it's a smaller ship, like for example, like, you know, a transport or something, or a frigate, um, the basic, the basic, the basic, the basic tactic, for, tactic for those in this game is just like you know, go up on the engines uh, because you want to approach it. To, to, to approach it, from, to approach it from the rear because the armor and shields are weakest back there. Uh, dash into the ship, fire all your missiles to weaken the shields. Um, start pounding away your guns, and then like you know, lower your speed to zero and to zero, and can just sit behind the ship and keep blasting it. Um, and you can keep blasting the crappy ship until you turn to until you turn into a pile of kitty litter. Uh, but with oh, the more power- <laughs> boy. But with the more powerful ships, the, destroyers, the uh, uh, destroyers on up, you can't do that because you sit back there, the flak will tear your apart. So besides so, so, like those ships, you have to do like runs. You have to go in on the... You, you, you have to go on the engines, have to burn in, fire your guns, uh, plug away at it until your shields are down, then zip away from, zip away from the ship um, and give it a moment to let your shields recharge, like they have to burn back in again and, and go after and go after it again. And, 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 and repeat, uh, you know, rinse repeat. You know, remember to repeat. I think I make that uh, crowd, the capital ship, go boom. So, um. I do like a good boom. Yes, and the explosions, the, the, the explosions, the explosions, the explosions, the like in this game, are pretty good. They're old looking, but they're pretty good. So, but they, um. So, anyway, um, as you go through the missions, you could do. Um, there's also asteroid fields to dodge. I hate. Fr- I, I hate. I hate freaking asteroids. But oh you know-
0: my god, you don't <laughs> even know how how bad it was for me at the beginning. Well, the minefields are worse. I went through the minefields. The trick about the mine. I learned yeah. about the. I learned from experience from the asteroid fields, and I just applied the knowledge. And then I realized that there's got to be a way to 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 get like above them so that. I, I am away from them, and then I can just fly as fast as I can away from them to mm-hmm. back to the Tiger Claw. Right.
1: Minefields are okay when you learn the trick. Uh, they don't are... come flying towards you, right? They're just static. Well, yes and no. mine. Okay. Mines, mines are, mines are attracted. To, are attracted, to, uh, like mines are attracted to your ship. Uh, the armor uh, attracts them. It's only a problem. It's, it's, it's the only problem if you go through the. It's the only a problem if you go through the minefield. At, the minefield at slow speed. As long as you have to burn, they have to, as long as you have to burn like, through the field, um, you're going too fast to track them. like you're fine.
0: Oh, see, that's weird. I went through the minefield semi slow, not too slow, but I went
1: through it at a decent pace, and I didn't. Yeah, if you're going at good speed, yeah, if you're going above maybe like I'd say maybe at like 80 clicks, then you're probably fine. Oh, okay, yeah. But no, it's, it's really only a problem if like your ship's damaged and you can't go. If you, if your top speed's limited, then it becomes an issue. Yeah. But uh, asteroids, you just have to like just stick and move, and and, it, um, and certain asteroids you can also shoot. So that is, that also helps.
0: I try not to because I just end up missing anyway.
1: Asteroid uh, – collecting of, of an asteroid though was a little bit – it was a little bit uh, better for you in this game than it is in the original PC version of the game. Because PC version of the game, you'd, you'd always die if you had an asteroid. I so – every
0: every time I, pl- I play this game and I hit an asteroid, I died anyway, so.
1: It's possible to live. I've done it, I've done it myself, but you get severely crippled. So um, – so, in actual combat, like I mentioned, you have guns, you have missiles. Uh, most ships have like two different types of guns. So, it's up to you to decide if you want to like fire them separately, or, or, or separately or fire them together. Uh, fire them together obviously gives you like more firepower, but it, also drains, but it also drains your batteries faster. So, it depends upon what kind of ship you're going up, you, 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 uh, I ship up against. Um, and, and, and different types of missiles, uh, missiles available to you. Also, one type of fighter also has mines that you can drop, but the mines are almost useless. So <laughs> I, just,
0: I just want wanted to quickly go back to the whole asteroids thing. Sure. Um, it's really difficult to to tell how big your ship is, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm always making sure that, it, like, if I, it, it seems like if I don't see the asteroid, it won't hit me which as is long, good but like I've as long also, as the astro-
1: as long as the asteroid's not coming towards you on the screen uh i you're fine because okay they, so right, you so. you
0: play this like a like a 2-year-old if I, if i can't see it it doesn't see me uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i felt like it was hard to tell the size of my ship Even, you <laughs> know you know they could say oh this is a light fighter this is a medium fighter so on and so forth but that doesn't tell me much. That doesn't tell me, you know, like what the wingspan is. It doesn't, right. like I, it gives you the feel that you're inside a box, but at right. the same time, it also gives you the feel of, like, I don't know how big this thing is. I'm afraid
1: <laughs> to fly anywhere. Yeah, all the fighters are pretty small, actually. I, I, you, you know, the actual, uh, the, the manual, the manual for this game, the original PC version was great because it called the, the uh, I, yeah, because they did it. They, they did it. They did it as like it was a newsletter published by the pilots, like on tires claw. Uh, I'm sorry, like you know claw marks. So it also gave like you know briefings and tips and stats of all the ships okay. and whatnot. So this during the time period in which they actually put put that effort, it out like, like, like into manual. The manual, right? Yeah. So now you should
0: um, the, you should see the manuals that they have for games nowadays. There's just a little slip that says go to our website. Pretty much, yeah. So <laughs>
1: um, oh my god, but with one exception, uh DS manuals are actually on the are actually are actually like on the cards and you can actually pull up the manual while you're playing the to while you're playing the game on the DS and it actually will show you like a proper like a proper manual. So that's pretty nice at least.
0: I know like stuff like uh if you're playing on a PS Vita it'll have like if it's a PlayStation game, oh it'll yeah, have yep, a yep. it'll have a digital manual. It's like
1: Yep. That is awesome. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah so uh anyway um unlike later games uh you have repair abilities on your ships and once the system gets destroyed that's it you can't do anything about it so and they, uh this can get kind of hairy if, for example like you lose your guns uh guns and you're trying to finish a uh, finish a mission by destroying like a few craft um I just ram them ramming is a viable tactic in some missions it is yeah. i know uh, uh the enemy likes to do it a lot to me yes so, I mean, there are some missions where, there are some missions, particularly the defend missions, where the, we arrive and there's like, there's like eight enemy ships attacking transport. And if you don't take out some of those enemies, like immediately, that that ship's not gonna survive. So in those missions, the best thing you do is literally, you was literally to ram a couple of ships to weaken them enough to where you can like, destroy them, destroy them like a single missile, because you have to take out those ships out with, like ASAP. So there are some missions where ramming is actually, doing a very viable tactic. Right. So, um, and also, landing landing in this game is a lot easier than it was in the PC version. The original PC version of the game to land, not only not only not only, not do you have to like call attackers on your radio, uh, but you'd also have to line up on the fr- you'd line up on the front of the ship to actually to, to actually to, to, to actually be able to land your to, to land your ship correctly. So figuring
0: uh, out how to land was really fun for me. Um, that included me trying to figure out how the the communication system works. But w- mm. once once I figured that out, I really got it um, all together. And all you have to do is just call them up, and they say, "Oh, you can land," yep. and then you just have to get close. Uh, yep, that's it. So they made that's it easier for this version. That's, wonderful. So that's nice. Yep. Yeah, it's wonderful.
1: Um, we have time. Yeah. Uh, speaking about communications, we haven't talked about the wingmates yet. Uh, you have a wingmate with you uh, on on your mission. I feel and like they're
0: the, mostly useless.
1: They are. They are. <laughs> this, this got improved in later games. Of course, I usually got most of the
0: kills or all of the kills.
1: Certain c- certain pilots are better than certain pilots are better like are better than other pilots though. Okay. I mean there are I mean there are some pilots who actually will. The best thing to do the best thing to do wingmates is just to, um you know it, um just to cut them loose. Um, combat starts call them up you, 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 uh, you can talk to pilots on your system and you can tell them uh, p- protect me defend my target you attack my target return uh, to base a, r- r- return to base and break an attack yes. and, for most, and, and for most combats just decide to break an attack and they'll be fine um, capital ships you also want them helping out uh, unless um, unless you're, you know, unless they're too badly damaged because pilots can permanently die in this game. This got changed in later, Wing Commander games, but in this game, oh. it, you know, this game, if somebody dies, that's it. They're done. Um, there's an empty, you know, there's an empty seat in the cockpit. It's really, i I'm just sure, like, empty seat, like in the bar. It's really depressing. So that is depressing. <laughs> so, um, there's yeah. a
0: whole like huge debate on that kind of gameplay
1: mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah right yeah so yeah that's why i got taken out in later games uh like later games like you remakes right. can't die
0: so. now like with like the new fire emblem games they have a setting to <laughs> set it so like oh they're only knocked out or that they actually die, and it really affects the story hmm? right because like you can't talk to that person anymore it's exactly really interesting so, yeah. yeah so
1: uh, yeah you know and you're you know your ringmates come from a very like wide, like wide diverse um, uh, pool, like pool of origins and background and personalities and t- combat tactics, t- tactics and whatnot. And most of these characters show up in later games. So we have like you know like spirits, like she's like you know the quiet, you know the quiet, serious Japanese uh, type um, uh, angel. Uh, like who's uh, a French pouch who's very good and becomes your love interest in later games. You know, um, I had a feeling about that. Yeah, but uh, uh, Iceman, who's a very cold, calculated, ruthless, like, ruthless pilot, who uh, um, who in a um, prophecy, like, he plays a son. So that's interesting. Wow. So, yeah. Huh. So um, Powden shows up also in later games. Uh, he uh, Scotsman, like, older, experienced, like, ready to retire pretty soon, uh, but good poet. Maniac, who's was been your existence in later games. Uh, a rookie like you very like very wild very eccentric does not follow orders at all uh, he's a loose cannon for sure wow so yeah um, and those are the most interesting characters uh, boss man knight also they show up in later games but they're not as developed um, so we, um, yeah and they um and yeah, uh, one big thing this game is very really groundbreaking on. Well, there are many things the game is groundbreaking on, but one of the biggest things the, the biggest thing is groundbreaking on is that you know the missions, the mission, the mission design in this game, mission tree is very, is very interesting, because um, in most games of this type, they're very linear. Eh? You have to um, um, you win missions. Most systems, most. Systems, you, you go through the game by going through systems and each system usually has like three to four missions in it and there's a key mission in each system you have to you have to win um but there's but 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 how the game calculates things is that you know each mission you're assigned you're assigned to release points depending upon depending upon how well you perform your objectives in those missions um destroying ships uh you're protecting you're protecting wingmates, protecting allied ships, that kind of stuff. If you're enough points to advance, uh, the game says you, you won the system and you move on to the next system in the chain. Um, but if you lose, then you go somewhere else. What made this game groundbreaking when it came out was that, you know. Um, All it, the story it, branches? Story branches, yes. Um, you don't need to win a system to be able to still win the game. Right. Because, like, you know, like certain. Um, in most games, this type, you have to you have to win a mission perfectly in order to be able to advance there's only two options like win or lose in this game chris Roberts and his team designed to design it designed so that even though the design is so that you know unless you're in one system uh hell's kitchen which is a system that you're going to lose in regards to what um as long as you know you can you can lose a mission you can lose a system and still beat the game um, which is really revolutionary, like for its time period, and something that most games, even nowadays, like don't really do, um, right. because like uh, because it requires a lot of work. <laughs> uh, and there's also big parts of the game that will, there, you, there's also big uh, there's also big big chunks chunks of the game that most players are not going to that most players are not going to see because of that. Um, so 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 this is why they left it out in later games. this later games of the series, later games of the series are much more linear because of that.
0: Which is um, which is a shame because it's like. If you talk to people who play the game, you're gonna have a different experience, and that's what's so fun about talking about games. When one person can say, "Oh yeah, no, I decided to like hold this person cap- captive and we used use them as like a bargaining chip or whatever," <laughs> yep. and like the other person's <laughs> like, "Nah, we just shot him on site," and yeah. it's like, and like how it can change the story of a game, what happens, and who lives, exactly. who dies, yep. this and that. Like, it can become a really interesting conversation.
1: Yes. It's a
0: shame yeah. that a lot of game developers even now create such linear stories. And yeah. I'm not saying that these linear stories are bad. It's just that there's less to talk about. Exactly. And I yeah. understand that's a lot of work. Hmm. I'm just saying that I'd, it'd be really awesome to have more games that branched out more.
1: Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah because this game has something like, you know, 40 missions all together in it. But you can get through the whole game and, like, you know, do you know, 12 missions. Right. Two. Uh, you play perfectly, so um, you know, granted, the losing missions are harder to, granted, you losing missions are harder to play, um, you, you know, the, uh, the you know, the objective, the, the objectives in those missions are, are are tougher usually, um, to rule of thumb, but the fact that this game gives you that choice, it's like you, know, you know, they recognize, okay, you may be beat, uh, that you may be beating your head up against this mission, if you can't beat it, that's fine, you uh, you would just go to this system instead. So and it, and there's also like you know, there's also like you know, like mini cutscenes that the game shows after, after, after um after systems are done showing you like you know, win or lose uh, depending upon your progress in the game, and you also get passwords uh, to continue your game after you um you have to you have to finish the system. So that's how the game saves. Which and is it, interesting. Yeah. So. Um.
0: Oh, I completely forgot what I was going to
1: say. <laughs> Something that's... about the um. Uh, I was just thinking about the mission the mission branching perhaps no oh um, it's interesting how the first time you eject you get a commendation yes for it. that actually mirrors real life uh, Um, there are some militaries that actually like will recognize the fact that you actually survived a combat situ- um, you survived a combat situation and it will give oh. you like an award for it I didn't know so, that yeah so alright but uh it only happens once though you do right. it again then you get chewed out yeah so. then
0: then they're angry good <laughs> yeah. job you just ejected out of this expensive fight, fighting spaceship thing right, right. and then yeah. you just and then you do it again what were you thinking how
1: dare you waste the ship I <laughs> make your mind up yeah you know there are literally ways to game this you know, there are literally ways to like, you know, cheat the game where you can just do the critical missions in the game and, you know, um, and just eject out of the other missions and, <laughs> and you don't so even need to play them bad. because you play them because you've got the critical points done. So, so like you can play place advance. So um, your ultimate goal in this game is to make it to the Venice system um, where the crowd, they have their like main star base at. And if you destroy the star base, um, then you, uh, you know, then you win the game and the Vega sector, you know, is secured for the Terrans. Every time the colonel asked me to see him in his
0: office, I was afraid something bad was going to happen, <laughs> and nothing bad did. It. it was always something good. I don't know what what that says about me, but I was just afraid, like like he was going to say like the worst thing like, that
1: could happen. The worst thing that happen, you would know, get demoted to a quote unquote inferior, inferior fighter. Oh, well, um, that would never happen to me. Well, your character even says like you know have necessary. You know, your character like, you questions it question the question the game? because you question the game because it goes like, because, uh, because it goes like, you know, have I done something, you know, wrong, sir? And he's like, no, just like you know, we've had personnel losses, and you know, they, they know, you know, you know, you know, and you, know, um, you know, and need to like uh, you know shuffle pilots around. So because you, you, on on your pilot changes squadrons and changes a um changes groups as uh, you go through the game. Uh, like yeah. Um, and you also get, um, and you also earn promotions as you get promotions as you go through the game.
0: Right, I got up to first lieutenant.
1: Yeah, there's ensign, first lieutenant, uh, commander, and captain. Actually, no, I'm sorry. There's ensign, second lieutenant, first lieutenant, ten commander.
0: Yeah, I was questioning yeah. that for a second.
1: <laughs> the know, gears
0: were turning in my mind. Captain was, comes it, later.
1: Captain comes up in later games. Right. In it, it, you know, the franchise. So, um, yeah. So. Um, even so, like so even back then if you know anything about Chris Robert you, you know, chris Roberts games this is interesting but even back then chris Roberts had in mind he, he wanted a very cinematic cinematic experience experience like his games and this was a major selling point uh like for the game this was you know, this was a back in the box uh point a major feature of the game when it, whenever whenever it came out I mean of course you know, this was improved much, much later in *Wing Commander three and later games in the series after, like, you know, F and V acting came along. But even that, but you know, when at this point, there's very like detailed graphical scenes, like detailed cutscenes, uh, like long, like long dialogues you can have with people, uh, really, like really, like really, like in-depth, uh, story development and you know, character development also as you go through the game. So I'm curious, which is like, so I'm curious, George, this me your first time being exposed to any of this, um you know what you thought about you know, the characters you know, the characters in the story um they're interesting
0: that's, that's a crappy way to put it. it without telling you it feels like there are backstories to each character they do not the characters are not like crazy in depth but they have their own personalities and you can tell even just from the text that you read, as there is no voice, obviously, um, but it feels like they have their own stories. And if you were able to ask in the game, they would probably have something to say about it. Not just like, oh, you know, we we just killed killed a few guys and I got promoted and that's it. Like they probably have stories where, like, I thought this was like the end of my life or something like that. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, Shotglass has like a story or two. I think he yeah. tells you. Uh,
1: yeah. Some of the characters have stories like that. So, like, for example, like Maniac has a story um, and a, um, a Paladin has a couple of stories. You know, like that. Right. So Iceman definitely has a story because like Iceman's been around the longest. He's the, he, he's probably the more like you start. So, and you get it. And you can earn an outrageous amount of kills in this game. I mean, like 200, 200 kills easily right. by the time the game's done with. So, um, uh, there's a lot of- Right, which kind of says a lot. Um, so, graphics and sound. This is one of the. So, the graphics and sound for this game are a little bit different than the original PC version. And, you know, there is a... Um, your experience playing this game on the PC back then really depended a lot upon what hardware you had, because even back in 1990, this game was pretty, was pretty cutting-edge. But in order to experience so the game fully, you had to have the best hardware, which at the time was the VGA graphic card and Sound Blaster, like an, a Sound Blaster, like an RN, you, um, Sound Blaster or like an RM32, to be able to get the best graphics, the graphics and sound effects. The game was playable with like lesser hardware, but you, your, um, but your experience would change. And you know another difference: this game was designed for a 386 uh, computer. Um, you could play on 286, but. But it was really sluggish and choppy.
0: It's so interesting about this because the thing with, like, earlier PC gameplay right. is, like, a lot of stuff was governed by hardware. And not to say that it's completely different now. It, the way that PC games work now is pretty different, but not 100% different from the way that 90s
1: It's more standardized now. There's less options now than it was like 25 years ago. Right. But
0: things like you will always have sound and the sound will basically always sound the same. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. But the thing with hardware is it's like you can either like render the graphics or you can't really. You can just lower the settings and the games will will technically look the same. With 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 different hardware, um, if you have like lesser hardware, but like back then it was so different. So you have like, you know, you have like EGA, CGA, VGA graphics. Mm, yeah. And it's insane how the same game could look so different to one person, and then the other person might not have good enough hardware, so they play like the EGA version, and sometimes the EGA version looked and i have to say the ega version of this game uh looks not too bad it's actually pretty impressive Mm, um for for what it is um and the the vga graphics for the dos the dos version of this game um is awesome so like the snes version with that is like in between both of them the snes version looks good but it doesn't have the best graphics of the game Um, it has very nice animations though such as When your uh, pilot is running to the hangar to get into a ship. Yeah. I really like that animation. It was done well. Um, And the sound, the the music is pretty good. Um, Some of it's like, eh, to me. But, um, again, I feel like the the, the DOS version music, if you're using like a a sound blaster or something, um, sounds a little bit better. Mm. But... um, the only major issue I've had with this game was, and I, apparently you don't notice it, but there are parts of the game where there is some lag to it. And it's understandable because it's an SNES.
1: That was true in the PC version of the game too, because it's okay. pushing so much hardware. I, I, I would, th- I would yeah. think so. Yeah, But yeah, um, I agree with you about the graphics and sound, uh, uh, I do think that the color, the color depth is a little bit better in this game than it is in the original PC version. Um, the colors are the card the colors are a little bit more brighter and detailed. I think I, I,
0: uh, I, I, I think the color depth is about the same between both versions. But, um, um, at least
1: in my opinion, but the music sounds a little bit better than sound blaster. Sound blaster sounds very good. I think, um, uh, I think they did a good job porting the, porting the soundtrack, the, the soundtrack to make t- over to make like good use of the Super NES uh, sound capabilities.
0: Yeah, it's really oh. interesting to see how they port over music to a console from uh, like the DOS version. So, right, that was, um, that was nice to, nice to yeah.
1: see. I really love the music to this game. Because, like you know, I think that um, you know uh, Sanger, I have a lot of respect for because I think he's does some great music. Uh, you know, over the years, and the music of this game really fits the game, I think, because like you know, it. I agree. It, it, it sounds very movie-like, doesn't it? Like it sounds very like you know cinematic.
0: Uh, you know what? Now that you say it, kind
1: of, it kind of does seem like that. Yeah. And that combat music. For years, whenever I play a Wing Commander game or any of like you know like fighter, fighter, uh, fighter game, I always had that. I. I Sure, I always I, I always hear that music. I, I always hear, I, you know I always like hear that tune in my head.
0: I feel yeah. like the combat music was was a little limited.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, because they only have like you know the one piece, but yeah. Um, but I, also...
0: I I like I do like the like mission briefing music. And, yeah,
1: yeah, that's good. You know, uh, um, stuff like that. The bar music sounds very nice. It sounds very relaxing. Yes. Like, very... Like really bar appropriate, yep. But um, the, the, the Superman version of the game also uses the tricks that the PC version did, and that's kind of the it's not called V because they didn't use V Muse, that was pure that was LucasArts. But the music design, so that you the music design, so like I said, when an event happens, uh, the, you know, the tune changes like right away. Uh, some games, some games would have the music play out and then pick up a new piece, um, like in this game. As soon as, you know, as soon as the event happens, like for example, like you know, combat starts or what? Combat starts. like whatever. Uh, you you know, new tune cuts in like right away. So um, there's very good like syncing syncing of music to music gameplay because of that. Oh, and that critically damaged music that will haunt my dreams like forever. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: that is so like, you know, ah!
0: <laughs> and then the, the part where, like, you get through the mission, even though you should be like you're, you're a few shots away from being torn yes. apart. Yeah, is is pretty good.
1: The comments that the, the comments that your, uh, the comments that your flight crew officer makes to you when you land. Yeah, is, it was great. Because, yeah. like, you know, in some missions in, in some missions when you're not just in some missions when you're some missions he, he, he may not even be damaged, and, and he like he, 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 he sounds almost like snarky to you about that. And you other missions, and you missions, you're like one bullet away from dying. And he's like, you've really appreciate, appreciate, you know, and in respect and all you actually managed to make it back in one piece. So, yeah, great comments. there' yeah. that. So, but uh, um controls the game, um, obviously, this game was best played with joystick. Uh, back in the original PC version of the game. Um, it did. Um, curiously enough, it did have mouse support, so you, um, so you could. Be, um, so, like, if you were, mo- you know, so if you were a sucker for punishment, you could. You, you, could, you could go through the game in a mouse. Um, uh, How about the SNES version. Nope, didn't have mouse support, but. Um, right. But you know, I think they did a pretty good job pointing the controls over because like you know, the Super NES controller had eight buttons on uh, eight buttons on it to work with. So even though like, so, like, so even, this, like so even though it was a complicated PC game, uh, they they were able to get most of the critical functions over like over on that controller without too much hassle. I mean, most of the functions there are a lot of functions that require like two buttons to push. For example, like autopilot yeah. is like a Y and R at the same time, I think, but I didn't know there was an autopilot. Uh, you didn't know it was an a pout? No. You, you didn't realize that when that auto light lit up, that you were able to auto jump? No. Oh wow.
0: I didn't see an auto light.
1: Yeah, if the auto light, if, yeah, if the auto light's on. You can go to auto pout and just like, and control your cinematic if your two ships jumping out. Oh wow. I I I can't believe it, I can't believe that you didn't know that.
0: That's probably why I ran out of fuel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know the controls I think work. They work pretty well. I, I mean, the pad, uh, the pad is an okay job to to moving ship around. It's not great, but it works. Um, and the buttons are pretty responsive.
0: I have nothing to say about that. There's nothing else I can add.
1: So you thought the controls were okay too?
0: Yeah. Mm. Not the best, but I mean, they most definitely work, and they work fine. Right.
1: So the biggest change that the, the biggest change made to this game from the Super. Mario... Uh, uh, they ported over the Super NES, like in the PC version, um, and this is a very controversial, uh, controversial change, like among fans, you know, fans of the game, um, because of the uh, because of the hardware, they had they had to make a big change in combat because of the hardware, the hardware, the hardware limitations and the size of the game pack. In, in, in the original PC version of the game, the, you could, uh, you could be attacked by like four or five, six enemies at once. Um, in, in this version of the game, like only one cry, they ship per time. Come, t- 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 comes out to attack you. I thought that was weird. So it, it does make the game a bit easier. It um, does. And, Probably a lot easier. And, right. And it, I mean, <laughs> now the game's still difficult. Oh, but no. but only had one enemy. Time really that really helps because and this is why some purists hate it because the fact that you know that you only have that, um but you know but but, but because of the because of the limitations of the console. Um they had um they had uh, they had to you know, they had they uh, had they had to tweak the programming because there's no way the system could handle like four ships attacking at once.
0: I find it interesting how um it's like oh no, let's stay back and let it let it be a one on one duel.
1: Right, so yeah. um but, but like but yeah, but like I said, George, uh, because you are new to this game, uh, you probably appreciate you, you, you probably like appreciated that.
0: Maybe. I mean, it was easier, guess. <laughs> yeah. Which so. I can always appreciate a game like this being easier on me.
1: So, so yeah, as I said, that was the biggest change uh, that they made this game porting it over. Um, like I said, you know, we touched on the other changes. There's the password the pass- 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 system used in the game. Um, you know, as opposed to, like, you know, the, you know, the safe state to hard drive. Um, controls modified a little bit. Graphics and sound modified. To, to, to modify it a little bit. Uh, they fixed a couple bugs that the PC version of the game had. Uh, one bug made uh, one bug made a certain mission like almost possible if like it can possibly possibly beat in the PC version because like you know it was one of those protected uh, they, you're protecting an allied ship being you know, uh, destroyed. But there was a bug in the PC version of the game that they made almost impossible to be able to save that ship. So uh, that as uh, I said, was that kind of like addressed. If you addressing this version of the game, hmm. but you know, all in all, it's a very impressive port of the game I I did not know this came out the Super NES for many years I, I saw it. I saw a used copy of this game in a KB toys I want to say like in your know, late 90s and I was curious enough to pick it up and check it out and And, and I was very impressed by how good the port was uh, because I spent right. a lot of time and also and also and also that time period I could not play this game because this game was also because of the, because the hardware tricks that they used to make the game for the PC back back in 1990. This game also was notorious, like being one of the first games, like to be unplayable when new systems came out. Because even with the 486s the processor, the processor the processor, was running so fast that the combat would you accommodate you over in like five seconds. There you go. <laughs> uh, because the enemies move like so fast, they're so fast, they're, and they get it's just my game. So, but the PC version of this game was unplayable like for a long time. But you know, luckily, luckily the version of the game that's now available on GOG and whatnot has been has been has been Box settings are ter- tweaked or just for that. So, but they um. Yeah, so I, played, so I I played many of the other console ports of this game uh, in the years since then. I, I think the Super NES version of the game holds up pretty well. Um, I wish it was voice acting in the game, but beyond that, I think that the actual... Um, yeah, so let's
0: put voice acting for this game in, in the SNES version.
1: Yeah, it wasn't possible. No, it wasn't. <laughs> right, but, you know... Um, but uh, yeah, you know, except for the you know you know, you know, you know except for the one enemy time limitation of the game, which is which is really the only drawback. Uh, this is a very playable, playable version you of know, the game, and it pretty fun. Um, so I know you said you had difficulty you difficult getting used to the game, George. But after you got used to it, what um, you know what you think of the game overall? Did you, you, you think it was like a pretty good flight, sim?
0: um For the time, yeah, it's. I I was still kind of getting used to it, but I had enough of a handle where um, I didn't have as much trouble as I did originally when I first played it. Um, I mean, the thing is, personally, I can't sit down and play it for like hours on end. It's like a dribs and drabs kind of like game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely interesting, and I do want to see what happens and. There's that whole thing of, I don't know how to do things, let me just mash buttons and stuff. <laughs> oh hey, I ejected myself, that's what I needed. But uh, I felt like the little training machine that you could play on was actually really difficult.
1: And then when it, I got out
0: yeah, on it like is. the quote-unquote like, real thing, it was actually easier. Hmm. Well, that was that was good to play around with the training stuff and then yeah. go out there and figure out it was not as hard as <laughs> the the little machine that you sit in
1: not at first at least uh trying to get your first capture for a challenge
0: right and i didn't do that i let it get away <laughs> uh, i was yeah. pretty messed
1: up so um you may be interested in you may be different you know, using this code then, because there actually is there be that actually be uh because there actually is like because there actually is like um a like a visibility code in this game. Ooh. And you can also use this codex and you can also use use codex to, to access as a sound test. Um to, to the title screen, you wanna push B A, B Y, B Y, L A, R A, and then start. Um then in option select you can do uh, tur- uh, turn on and off like invisibility, turn on or, like, the you know, sound test, and also um, they can also like jump to any of the missions you want to. All right. So um, there were, as I mentioned before, two expansions for this game that came out. You uh, came out. You uh, came out like this game, like the PC uh, called Secret Missions One and Secret Missions Two, um, that were developed. Um, using the same engine and the same gameplay, basically, but with, like new missions uh, that were um, you, you feel that were developed by working to come out on PC for 1990 and 1991. Um, they were expecting to sell like you know a, a small number of copies of, of Secret Missions, and they were shocked when they got like pre ordered like you know four times the print run um, wow. because was, this is because was really popular. So. Um, Secret Missions One and Two just pretty much continues, like continues the storyline that Wing Commander had, and curiously enough, they actually put they actually put it uh, 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 the first of those secret missions uh, like onto the Super NES. Um, that came out as you know, his own separate game pack, um, in, um, in you know, in September in September uh, of '93. So, like it's a year and a half after this game came out to do the Super NES. Um, this is a this is. So this is a more linear, like linear game path. Just being expansion because, like you know, there's like ten missions, ten missions. Um, I'm sorry, there's like there's like uh, there's like eight systems, uh, like in that game. Like maybe like a total of like 15, 16 missions. Um, if you lose a mission, then you're going to lose a track because, like you know, being an expansion pack, they didn't bother. They didn't bother trying to trying to recreate or, or make a huge complicated yeah that
0: would uh, take too much time right
1: mission like mission path that the, 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 the original game had yep. but um, being being just a you know being just expansion pack secret missions looks plays and feels exactly like Wing Commander um, there's a little bit different music on the title screen that's new to the game uh, the um, um, the uh, uh, there's a different code in the game which we're talking about. Uh, here in a moment, um, and the overall difficulty of the game is dif- um, it's turned up some. Uh, there's still that same limitation, the limitation present You you about like only one enemy attacking at a time, but secret missions, was, secret missions was then to be harder than Wing Commander, so and, and it's that increased difficulty carried over to the uh, Super version of the game as well. Um, the The storyline, storyline story of this game is that the Karathi have unleashed a brand new weapon, um, which is a uh, which is a, a massive ship called the Shivar, which is equipped with a, a gravity weapon that's actually able to affect the gravity on a planet if it's fired. It makes the gravity for a time twenty times stronger than it actually is. Wow! So it can rip, uh, so can rip apart like entire planets. I mean, not destroy the planet, but it can, like you know, rip apart the planet and, and, and you know, and do massive damage to it. So, so they've used this. So, the, like the game starts. With the Tiger's Claw being sent out to investigate uh, the Goddard planet, which is uh, a contact, contact's been lost with it. And you find out shortly after the game starts that the, that the, the, the weapon's been used against it, and the game then proceeds with, with, proceeds with you. High Command cannot let this weapon get back to Karathi space. Like this, like the Tiger's Claw is sent on, on, on is sent an almost suicidal mission into Karathi space, chasing out this weapon, um, and the final mission is to destroy the Shivar. So it's so it's a good storyline, you know, characters characters are carried over, um, things are, uh, things are developed, um, you know, it's a very good game, um, you know, almost as good as the original game, I think. Secret Missions 2 continues this, Continues but Secret Missions 2 was, almost didn't get ported over to anything. Uh, the only port that's, uh, 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 the only port of Secret Missions 2 was on the Superman Commander version, uh, on the 3DO. So, um, but Wing Commander 2 also introduces characters and storyline events that would be used to continue, view um, that would be continued and stay continued and play front and center in, in, um, in the next true game of the series, be Wing Commander 2, which spoiler opens up with the Tigers Club being destroyed. Um, so, uh, how could you, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> you well, ruined also, everything for me. Well, it's a twenty-five-year-old game, so twenty-five-year-old <laughs> game, <laughs> and so, um, and so that game, like you know, picks up, picks up, picks up the storyline and characters and, and characters and characters and gameplay that was already developed in the first game in the series. So, um, Wing Commander Two did not get ported to to, to ported to, to ported anywhere near as much as the original game is, and as a result, that one's a lot harder to find. Um, if you're interested in playing that game, I recommend buying a GOG because yeah, uh, uh because that version of the game plays she will play just great DOS box. And there's a few, um, life considerations. Like for example, George and I were talking earlier, um, some of your standard ships in that game had the target, um, had the targeting computer that makes it a bit easier to shoot. So, so that's the game in a nutshell. Uh, Wing Commander is still a very fun game. I think, um, um, uh, George, they have a different opinion, but I kind of th- think this game is still playable today. Um, did not pretty... say
0: anything about it not being playable.
1: <laughs> I just um, said it was difficult. There are later games in the series. I think they're better. The, uh, to Wing Commander Three, I think, is a favorite. Um, you know, is the fan favorite of the series, and it's a very good game. Um, right. But uh, yeah, this game's still a lot of fun. This is a game you. you know, this is a game I spent a lot of time with as a kid, and it's still very, um, very fun. Very. Very fun, and very playable. Playable game. If you got frustrated by by how difficult Wing Commander was, I definitely recommend checking out the Super NES versions because they are easier. Like the reasons, um, like that uh, reason we talked about earlier, especially because of that you know one a time, uh, uh, a few limitation to it. Right. But um, yeah, I mean it's and, and and you don't need to mess around with like DOSBox box or settings or anything. Uh, if you want to play it, so that's always good. The code, the code, for secret missions, um. Um, is a debug mode where you can actually go in and do all the things that Winkie commander are you to do, plus more things in it. Uh Could to you have to a do dance
0: the... party? <laughs>
1: um, to do that, uh, okay. on, control, on the title screen, on, on Control 2, hold LR start and select, and then push start on Control 1. So is that a no? Uh, I don't think you can do that, but you can do wow. a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, this game's pretty common on eBay. There's a... There, uh, uh, 88 uh, 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 copies currently listed, in currently listed, and 57 recently sold. I'm lumping, I'm lumping, I'm lumping the secret missions like in Wing Commander like for this because they are essentially um, pretty similar to one another. So, um, and price of this game is pretty cheap. I was surprised actually. I very surprised. I was very really surprised, you know, really surprised at how cheap this was. Fifteen dollars. Uh, try cheaper. Ten dollars. <laughs> cheaper even. <laughs> Five dollars. Cheapest copy I saw that sold card only was three dollars, three dollars, um, ten sixty three cents. Wow. Most expensive copy I saw card only was ten bucks. Wow. That I include shipping, and this also includes, uh, like I said, I'm lumping in both Wing Commander and Secret Missions into this. Right. The, 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 you can get both games card only for like ten to fifteen bucks if you want That's to. That's pretty good. Uh CIB CIB will renew it from fifteen fifty to uh they all the to all the way up to fifty five dollars. So, so not too too expensive. Yeah, I mean, I mean I mean this version of the game reviewed very well when it came out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't um um I I, I I don't think it's very popular these days because like I said, um
0: No, it's it might be a little too hard to get into, maybe Yeah.
1: And purists of the game, like I said, really kind of hate the, uh, to pu- hate that cheap limitation that we talked about already.
0: Yeah, but purists are kind of ridiculous. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, you can get the game like, so, so, so yeah, if you're curious, you you can get the game for like, you know, really cheap. So cheapo. Yeah. So um so so is like, so, has this made you, so has this made you curious and this would be a, you know, a great final question George has has, has, um, has this has, has this made you curious to want to play or at least look at on YouTube um, later games a series and see how the you want know, see how the plot and characters and characters and gameplay develops sure can you expand upon that any <laughs>
0: no um yeah no it's it's interesting um I definitely like to take a look at it. Maybe see if we could play some of the uh, other games in the series.
1: Yeah, the storyline really picks up. Yeah, the, yeah, the story the story really gets heavy. Like, uh, other uh, Wing Commander 2, because this game had story, okay. but Wing Commander 2 really, ish- uh, really, really doubles down. Like on the cutscenes, like on the combination the combination dialogues, and that kind of stuff. All right. So, um, yeah, and Chris Roberts is still very active in the gaming industry today. Oh. Um, boy. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I, I mean, he, he, the man, the, the man has a vision, the man, the, the man knew even yeah. way back, he, he knew what kind of games he wanted to make, even way back in Command. He
0: has ridiculously huge dreams. Yes. Um, I don't know what's going on with Star Citizen right now, which uh, is I his do. newest game, but I, I really do want to check it out. Yeah. Although you have to pay real money to get chips.
1: Uh, well. Well, well, I well, I, well, I kick started well, well, I kick started that game, so I'm getting like regular updates. Oh,
0: okay. So um, they they scrapped that first person segment, didn't they? The they first did, person yeah, shooter, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, there, there,
1: there is there is still going to be a single player campaign like in that game, though. So. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it's coming along okay. Um, the uh, uh, the core of the game, like, is playable. Um, you know, at this point, yeah. I had not spent too much you can time fight with it. people, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Yep. Um. The biggest problem that the biggest problem with his games is George L- to George L- to George L- to allude gentlyether- to, to a moment ago is the guy, the guy has grandiose vision and the guy has like grand dreams as what he wants to do with his games and projects, but he, so he's not able to deliver. Uh, they're gonna be problems then, unfortunately.
0: And that yeah, kind of- it's the whole like Peter Molyneux thing where, mm-hmm. um, oh, Peter Molyneux, the guy. Who did the fable series? Uh, Populous, part of yes, the yeah. Populous, part of Bullfrog and yeah, other other companies, uh, Lionhead and, and whatnot. Um, huge dreams, huge promises, and then it's just like he can't he can't put them out, and
1: mm-hmm. it's a
0: shame because like people hate him because like they they say he's a liar and this and that. It's like No, he's just a huge dreamer, and it's a shame that he can't bring out his dreams because he has interesting things that he wants to do. It's just like, he can't put them out because there's limitations, Mm -hmm. whether it's money, hardware, this and that. It's a shame, but Chris Roberts has probably done more than Peter Molyneux has so
1: I'm not sure I you know I've at the game lists because I'm really not really quite sure Chris,
0: Chris Roberts has has been able to
1: put out more of the stuff that he's promised than Peter Molyneux mm-hmm. has so Chris Roberts has, yeah like Chris Roberts has been involved in more of a producer to producer a role uh, recently right. recently actually like you know spending time actually programming games like right. uh, Sid Meier you know like another example of that like he's more of a producer these days
0: yeah but, but Sid Meier always uh, delivers yeah I mean, he. Th- I think he does do some coding, but not yeah. an insane amount.
1: Now, now, I always like Chris Roberts' games, but, but, um, but even their limited to states, there's, I, I think they're still like decent games. Like, for example, yeah. um, uh, Freelancer, for example, like, which came about like you know like uh, uh like 12 years ago, uh, great game, a lot of fun, uh, just nowhere near like what he promised. So, and that hurt reviews, unfortunately, because you know, um, you know, it's a very fun. Very fun shooter. Um, I'm sorry. It's uh, a very fun space shooter. Uh, great story. Good character acting. Like, good voice acting. Uh, like, there is, some, there is some training open world aspect to it. Uh, just not as much as you promised. And, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, that kind of, that hurt the reputation. Uh, um, and the game didn't sell as well as, you know, as a result, the game didn't sell as well as it should have. Right. Uh, but, you know. Um, you know, but it's a great game. So I'm I'm very curious to see what ha- I'm very curious to see what t- 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 curious to see what happens with Star Citizen. I mean, I've I'm personally invested invested in it because I invested in it because I like back to show back to money. So it's hard for me to take a very impartial view on it because of that. I'm
0: interested but, in getting it, but mm, I, I'm afraid of a few things.
1: But Elite Frontier is a lot. I'm sorry, like Elite Dangerous is a lot more polished and developed as a product at this point. I, I, I do have to. Do I, I, I do have to admit that.
0: Yeah, they have. I think they have. They have one version, one newer version of Elite Dangerous or whatever on like Xbox One. Mm. And then there's like a whole different game on like
1: PC or something. Yeah, yep. It's weird. i been playing on a PC, but PC be the start that one also. It and
0: really reminds me of yep. uh, Privateer.
1: It does. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because the games, because the game, because Privateer just ripped off Elite. You know, and Elite's a classic game. Yeah. Uh, as far as that as far as that goes. So, but the difference is that wing the difference that Elite, the the difference that Elite Frontier is basically finished at this point. you know what they're doing is like you know, all I'm doing is like, you know, expanding onto it, enhancing and fine tuning it. Right. On um, where Star and still is like a ways to go, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. So, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Chris Roberts, Chris Roberts wanted to be kind of, you could tell even from Wing Commander, that Chris Roberts really, you really wanted to be kind of more of a, kind of, he really wanted to direct, to direct, like, to direct games, um, you know, you besides just programming them because like right. he also, he also got he also he also got a chance to, he also got he also like got a chance to go behind the camera, with the, with the Wind Commander movie which came out, um, you know about like fifteen years ago, which is okay. It's not a horrible movie, but it doesn't really have too much to, to do with the franchise. But you know, um, I've seen worse movies. You know, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, yeah, but. Yeah, but he was involved, he was heavily involved in that movie, and you kind of get the idea that the guy might have been a director in Hollywood, doing a different life, so. Yeah. But, anyway, um, I have no more closing thoughts on this game. I think we pretty much have given it uh, fair coverage. do yeah, uh, I don't you, think so. Do um, you have anything else to add, George, before we wrap up?
0: Um. Space kitties. <laughs>
1: kitty litter turn chips in the kitty litter yes <laughs> um that's actually used in the game by the way powder like powder like uses that phrase not surprised uh, I, I didn't just like so i can't take original take original credit for that <laughs> but anyway um what are we covering next time george
0: uh the adventures of batman and robin
1: yes which is they beat him up based off the animated show yes which i know nothing about so this had to be curious
0: i think i watched a little bit of it as a kid it definitely has a good art style and it, it, I believe it was pretty good. Uh, maybe maybe I'll sit down and watch an episode or two.
1: I'm sure it's probably like available like on YouTube or something like that. Probably. So, yeah. So if you want to contact us, please check us out on our, like on our Facebook page or you can also send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, we welcome all feedback, comments, suggestions, um, etc. Um, and uh, George can be reached the same way and, um, and George can... And, and, um, George can also be reached additional ways, which will be, uh, which would be kind of, kind of, which would be kind of, t- 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 should would tell you like right now?
0: No. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Chief at M I S T U R C H E E F. Um, that's probably the best way maybe, hmm. but, uh, oh boy, I do. I don't know why I said oh boy I do a bunch of podcasts uh, on top of this I do Playstation Power along with Greg um I also do Master System Masterpieces where we cover Master System games Uh, and I do the Box 4 which is a general talk kind of podcast And boy is that not family friendly
1: (laughs) uh but uh, yeah, yeah, we get some good episodes coming out. You'll know, come out pretty soon, like uh, you're pretty soon for your place your Power, and so on. Oh, some more great episodes like planned? So like, yeah. um, so as a as a fan, that's just like check it out for sure. So anyway, uh, thank you once again for podcasting like me, George. I'm glad I was able to get you. Yeah. So I'm glad I was able to get you to check out the, the first entry of a very beloved franchise, and you want know, to have a lot of history on infection for sure thing and uh thank you very much all you out there for listening we we appreciate it very much and take care bye take care all nintendo controls 80 percent of the video market but no matter how you play the game or which game you play things definitely have come a long way since pac-man now you're playing with power Oh, wow.